You're listening to Kyle Warren. You know, when it comes to Supreme Court decisions, there needs to be some consistency. I'm not talking about the court itself. I'm talking about the national reaction to these different Supreme Court decisions. And of course, right on the heels of the Roe v. Wade decision, which resulted in the Democrat Party elite and the far left calling for the dissolution of the Supreme Court because it was illegitimate. Well, now you've got a Supreme Court decision, a 5-4 decision about the Remain in Mexico policy, and that blew that away. So wait a minute, are the Democrat Party elite and the far left, are they going to claim the Supreme Court is illegitimate still? Don't think so. Stay with us, folks. All right, welcome everyone around the globe and across the net. It is... The Friday slash weekend edition. That's right, folks. It's the day of the week when we keep you entertained and informed a little bit more than we do throughout the rest of the week. If that's even humanly possible. And as always, we do our level best to send you off into your weekend with a smile. Well, thank you very much. Uh, seeing host making his contractually mandated and obligatory appearance here on the program. Folks, welcome to the show. It is the Kyle Warren Show. I'm your host, Kyle Warren, and glad to be with you as we begin this Friday slash weekend edition here on this Friday, July 1st, 2022. And the year is just absolutely flying by. Absolutely flying by. I've had several people tell me this. And so I don't know if it's something wrong with the space-time continuum or something, but something is up, folks, because remember 2020, how it just drug on and on and on. Everything seems to be coming pretty fast and furious uh, this uh, year here in 2022, but that's no matter because we are ready for it, and we're going to be talking about a lot of different things here on the program today. And uh, by the way, it is, as I said, July 1st, which means July 4th, the birthday of our country, the United States of America, right around the corner on Monday. So we want to wish everybody a very happy 4th of July. Hope that you have a great weekend and I hope that you have some great weekend plans. Maybe a cookout, maybe seeing some fireworks. Um, and of course, also remembering July 4th, 1776 in Congress, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And those words never more true than when they were written then, but of course, never more true than hearing them again today. Because make no mistake, make no mistake, um, there is uh, things afoot in the world that are designed to try to take your freedom away, to take your life, liberty, and your pursuit of happiness away. And well, it's not going to happen on our watch, and it's not going to happen either on the third watch. And of course, welcome to everyone uh, who's finding this program for my appearances uh, six nights a week on the Captain's 
America Third Watch radio program with host Captain Matt Bruce. And of course, I'll be back on the program this uh, early Monday morning. Uh, actually, pardon me. Well, I got to back up. I'm projecting way too far into the future here. I'll be on the program tonight, which will be my Friday night, but will be early Saturday morning in the East Coast and the time zone that the uh, program uh, starts in. And of course, you can go to KyleWarrenShow.com. Everything starts at 11 p.m. Pacific. That's 2 a.m. Eastern time for the Captain's own weekend edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. And of course, the Captain and I will have a complete wrap-up of all of the day's political news, all of the other news, the breaking news, things that happen overnight in the a.m. across America and, of course, around the world as well. So if it happens, we're going to bring it to you. We're going to bring it to you live and look forward to seeing you on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program later this evening. As I said, simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com. There you'll find links to listen live to the Captain's flagship station of AM860, The Answer, there in Tampa, Florida. Also, we've got the GCN Network Stream link for you there as well. Now, on that link, that's the link that goes up to the satellite, or the stream, rather, it goes up to the satellite and uh, that repeats all throughout the day. The show continues to repeat every four hours, and then when the show goes live, you'll hear us live on the air as well. So we hope to see you there, KyleWarrenShow.com, or you can also go to the Captain's America Third Watch.com. That's the Captain's America Third Watch.com. Okay, once again, welcome to the show. And yes, the 5 4 decision about the stay in Mexico policy was pretty consequential. It means that the Trump era remained in Mexico policy that requires, of course, non-Mexican asylum seekers uh, to remain in Mexico while their uh, applications are being processed was struck down. Uh, the Biden administration, of course, did everything it could to uh, to uh, circumvent it. I think uh, there was another judge that put it back in place, but now the Supreme Court has ruled five to four, uh, with John Roberts writing the majority opinion, if I recall. Um, and of course, in my intro, I think I pointed out something that I'm really curious. I would love to hear people like Nancy Pelosi or even, you know, um, you know, other uh, Democrat Party elite uh, talking about who talked about how the court was illegitimate. Okay, the Supreme Court illegitimate because of the Roe v. Wade decision. Uh, It needed to be dissolved. Uh, We need to start packing the court. Uh, We need to make sure that uh, this never happens again. we got to get more Democrat votes on the the court, which actually does lead me to this as well. And never more than ever, we, we are seeing how the Democrat Party elite, the far left, only views Supreme Court justices as special rubber stamp votes, special rubber stamp votes for their policies. And the controversy of the Roe v. Wade decision, and I understand the emotions that are that are tied up in it, um, but I think the decision is was not made as an emotional one. Uh, it's being presented as such, and people have different opinions on abortion. Uh, that's always been this way, right? People have always had uh, whatever viewpoint they have on abortion, and usually it's it's pretty dug in. Uh, no, no matter what, if if it's pro-abortion, anti-abortion, um, well, Kyle, it's supposed to be pro-choice. Yeah, I understand, and I know that that's the terminology, but what has actually happened to the so-called pro-choicers um, has really been revealed. 
I have just a little bit of time here before we go to break. We'll discuss. We'll keep going after the break. But we've also got. By the way, we've got a lot of other stuff to tell you about today. I've got some great audio clips as well about Joe Biden. Actually, one from Joe Biden about abortion, but it's years ago. So you want to stick around for that. Um, also, we've got Biden's economic advisor talking about the future of what he calls the liberal world order. I kid you not. But just briefly, the pro-choicers have revealed who they are because they have gone after the counseling centers that help young women if they want to keep their baby and they want to attack those centers. That's not being really pro-choice. That's only pro-one choice. All right, stick stick around, folks. We will be right back. Lots to talk about. listening to Kyle Warren. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit at amvets.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. (laughs) Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is. And thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards. And uh, we're going to continue racing through and rocketing through the program here today on this Friday slash weekend edition. Don't forget, you can go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. There you're going to find out more information about the program. You can subscribe to the podcast. We're on all kinds of great podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic, and of course, our home at podbean.com. 
Check it out today, KyleWarrenShow.com, and we keep going up and up and up, just like the music is doing right there. And we're going up and up and up, just like the music is doing right there, for one reason and one reason only, and that is, of course, is you, the listeners. We really appreciate it that you take time to check in with us here at the show or check in with us on the Captain's America. Also, uh, to subscribe to the podcast uh, as well and tell your friends about the program on social media. Really, really appreciate it. And, of course, uh, uh, like I said, we wouldn't be here without you. Uh, this is the greatest job in the world. We love it. I love it. And uh, it is absolutely uh, just wonderful that you're there and we're spending time together here today on this Friday slash weekend edition. And uh, as I just mentioned, the Captain's America, of course, well, Captain Matt Bruce wanted me to let everybody listening to this program know about the great people uh, and the great products at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Simply go over to MyPillow.com and check out the Radio Listener Specials page. That's the Radio Listener Listener Specials page. You may have to scroll down a little bit once you get to the main page, but that's going to open up all these great deals. And uh, great deals, of course, on the slippers. I uh, Saving, what is it, $90, I think, on slippers uh, at this point. Um, but there's all kinds of great deals, uh, including the slippers, uh, including the towels, including all of the great MyPillow products. So when you go over there and you and you find what you want to get and by the way Mrs. Professor by the way has the slippers and she loves them we we have the my pillow towels the bath towels and they are super great um also the Giza sheets sleep on the Giza sheets every night and we sleep on the my pillows every night everybody in my family has a my pillow and we all get a great night's sleep because of it so you definitely want to check out the great products at mypillow.com now when you get ready to purchase be sure to put in the promo code captain one word captain don't forget promo code captain that's going to unlock all the great uh, savings uh, and the deep discounts so you definitely want to do that and if you don't want to put in your credit card information on a website and purchase something that way you can call the good people at my pillow.com at 1-800-641-5459 that's 1-800-641-5459 and of course all together now promo code is captain so we hope that you find uh, some great deals there okay so as i was just talking about uh, the Supreme Court and uh, talking about, uh, I think, how some of the pro-choice uh, lobby uh, has, has shown really that they're not about people making choices or women making choices uh, because some women will want to choose to have their baby and they there are places that help them to do that or counselors and so forth. So why are these places being attacked? Why are these places uh, being not only attacked, but things scrawled on the building or the sidewalks saying, you know, if abortion isn't safe, then you're not either. Well, that's really, I think, very telling. And what it's and because we talk about this whole thing is going to galvanize people. Well, I think it will, but this is much more galvanizing because it will show people that the despotism that the far left really wants to bring about is um, is is very very real. Um, and that's why you hear things how the courts are legitimate and we have to dissolve it and this kind of thing. Um, because the despotism that the far left wants to bring about, um, you know, is, is something they really don't want you to have, I think, a choice. So, again, it brings me to the 5-4 decision about the Remain in Mexico policy. Well, the court, is it still illegitimate? 
uh, uh, Nancy, uh, pardon me, uh, Maxine Waters. Remember how Maxine Waters said, we will defy the Supreme Court. We will defy them. So my question is, well, can we can border states just defy the Supreme Court on this? Is that okay? Is lawlessness all right? Is it okay as long as you're as long as you're passionate about it? That's that's okay. Because what I'm getting at, my ultimate point here before we move on, is that the Supreme Court is supposed to be the final say. And um, Maxine Waters doesn't like that, as, as, unless it's something. Because I, I, I guarantee she won't. She won't defy them on the Remain in Mexico policy, and that's why. And even when these confirmations were going on, remember we had the three different confirmations during the Trump era, and I would say this um, on the Captain's America many times: presidents can often be surprised by what a Supreme Court justice does once they're appointed. Because after that, it goes beyond the notion that you're just a vote. You're just a conservative vote uh, or you're just a liberal vote. They don't really do that. And we've been surprised, of course, with John Roberts, to the chagrin of many, or uh, for different reasons. But this happens. Uh, this, is, you know, this is why I think the Supreme Court is supposed to be separate. Uh, you know, it's obviously it's a co-equal branch of government, but it should be separate from the day-to-day political proclivities that uh, and the winds of change and this kind of thing, um, because all the arguments about the Roe v. Wade decision have nothing to do, or, you know, the people that are outraged by it have nothing to do with the law or the Constitution. They have only has to do with. Um, kind of an emotional reaction to it. And again, I get it. I understand people's feelings about abortion and and so on and so forth. But the arguments they're making are more designed as if you're trying to talk to a politician to change their mind about something as opposed to the justices who are supposed to be able to shore up any argument they make about um, a, a case um, or a decision, they have to be able to have legal standing. And I won't rehash the whole thing, but of course, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been known uh, to have said that she thought that Roe was not built on solid ground, just paraphrasing here. And I think a lot of the justices knew it, even the so-called liberal justices or justices um, um, uh, appointed by Ro- uh, Democrats. And this is something else that Joe Biden talked about, too, that when Roe was first decided back in the early 70s, that it was partially done by uh, by a, a Republican appointed justices like that makes it. Well, now that's fine. It's got to be OK now. You know, it's it's this kind of stuff that gets us nowhere. And as opposed to making an, a, a cogent legal argument. And then, of course, the Democrat far left has also tried to gin up a lot of problems about this and a lot of a lot of uh, bad, uh, uh, bad thoughts about this by neglecting the notion that this is a state's rights issue. So what the Supreme Court did was send this back to the states. The states can make a decision. Now, what's more democratic than that, right? So the people of these different states, like California, and California is, of course, going to pass even more laws about abortion now just to show how how abortion-friendly it truly is, and it'll go on and on and on. And um, uh, even the California state attorney general is running uh, uh, ads about how he's, he's, he's fighting for the, all this. And they use it as a, as a um, uh, as a platform, basically. Um, but uh, and that's again part of the political process. But what I'm what I'm getting at is the states can do that. Uh, so instead of saying, 
we now have the ability to codify Roe in different states, and especially we can work towards that in the states that don't have this uh, and so forth, um, uh, and then it'll once and for all be settled. Well, they're not doing that. They're, they're trying to create this, this, this huge sort of clash among people. And it is dividing people. That's really true. It really is dividing people. Um, and uh, so, unfortunately, we, we get out of the realm of looking at the constitutionality of whether or not this even really existed. And I, I'll say this, too. Uh, the, the notion that, of course, this has been along the—this has been in place for some 50 years— uh, means that we're 50 years behind actually getting all this stuff solved. Um, and so by by creating the false notion that there was a constitutional right hidden and embedded somewhere that didn't really exist, um, then then it, it actually set uh, abortion rights, abortion uh, laws back half a century. So this is going to be very interesting to see how it'll play out. Um, whether or not it's going to be in the time we have left here in this segment, then we'll come back. We've got a lot more to tell you about. Um, in the, is this going to be the one thing that that uh, uh, completely affects the November midterms and sweeps the Democrats into even more power? Uh, I don't really think so. I, I think, you know, had this happened in October, perhaps, but now that it's happening, it happened in June, and here we are now in July, I think it's much more likely that as the economy gets worse, as we'll start to see defaults occur, as we start to see things contract, people losing their jobs, the ones that want to go out and have a job, they're lose, they could lose them, or prices go so high that nobody can afford anything. I think that's going to have a huge impact because when we come back, you're going to hear some of the things that uh, one of these, uh, this uh, uh, one of the Democrat uh, uh, administration officials said. You won't believe it. You got to hear it with your own ears. Stay right there. Friday slash weekend edition. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more. So stay right there. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on the Kyle Warren Show. A man is fighting for his life after being stabbed inside an L.A. fitness gym locker room in suburban Chicago. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. According to Naperville, Illinois police, the stabbing victim confronted a black man who looked to be in his 50s for rifling through his belongings in the locker room. Then the ransacking individual suddenly stabbed the man who was approaching him for bothering with his personal belongings. The knife-wielding stabber eluded police and is yet to be apprehended. He's described as a black man in his 50s with a dark complexion, about 6 feet tall, and about 175 pounds. I highlighted this story to help leftist government officials who wish to use the horrific increase in criminal activities as an excuse to go after the guns of us law-abiding sovereign Americans. I wonder why the elitists aren't trying to ban knives and blunt objects in London, England, where British subjects are stabbed and beaten with increasing regularity. The problem is not guns, knives, or blunt objects, but rather a latter-day refusal to pass down good moral principles, a rejection of God in our Bill of Rights, which, of course, is by demonic design. This final thought, how about restoring real justice for those seeking to kill, steal, and destroy? I'm Ron Edwards. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. You're listening to Kyle Warren. 
Everybody, Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Friday slash weekend edition, Friday, July 1st, and hope that uh, you have some great 4th of July plans. And of course, we are thinking about the 4th of July, July 4th, 1776, started everything and of course had the uh, founding fathers not done that. what kind of world would be would we be living in today? I think that is a fair question, and uh, certainly um, history would just been so different. <laughs> we can't even get our minds around it um, if um, if that had never ever occurred. All right. So once again, welcome back to the program, everybody. Don't forget you can go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. Tell your friends and uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We really do, uh, really do appreciate it. Um, okay. So here we have um, a Biden economic advisor. Okay, talking about the high gas prices. The f- this is about the future of the liberal world order. I got to tell you, I've been saying for a while, especially on the Captain's America Third Watch, uh, which I'll be on as again later tonight with the Captain, Captain Matt Bruce, of course, retired fire Captain Matt Bruce, host of the Captain's America Third Watch radio program, uh, heard on over now, I believe it's over 275 radio stations going strong. It is the fastest growing overnight program in America. It's the Captain's America, and I'm proud to be a part of it. And uh, don't forget, it all happens 11 p.m. Pacific to uh, 11 p.m. Pacific to um, a.m. Eastern Time. Simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links on how you can listen to the Captain's America. And if you want to call in, you can always do so, and we hope that you will. Uh, you're welcome to, as uh, we uh, um, are going to be doing the the Captain's America owns own weekend edition uh, as we uh, head into Saturday morning. Okay, so. So, as I was saying, this particular uh, director of National Economic Council, uh, Brian Deese, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, he was on CNN. And I want to borrow a little thing here from Dan Pongino that I heard him say the other day. Folks, this was on CNN, so not a lot of people heard this. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to bring it to you. Um, (laughs) That never gets old. Um, Yes, let's listen into the, the... Let's listen into the uh, to the uh, a clip here. Starts off a little bit, but then you'll hear him talk about the liberal world order. It's amazing. Here we go. So Russia cannot, in fact, defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine. The military analyst, the director of national intelligence, uh, they say that this could be a long ye- a war measured in years, and I think everybody understands why. This is happening, but is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. But at the same time, what I'd say to that family and to Americans across the country is you have a president administration that is going to do everything in its power to blunt the, those price increases and bring those prices down. Uh, good news over the last two weeks, we've seen the price of gas at the pump come down about 20 cents, but still unacceptably high. That's why the president, before he was at NATO in the G7 earlier this week, was working to bring the G7 allies together around exploring something around a price cap to cap the price uh, that uh, can be paid for Russia 
Russian oil, which will actually target the pain more directly on Vladimir Putin uh, and not on the rest of the world. It's why you have the president calling for, here at home, a temporary gas tax holiday, not only at the federal level, but for states to follow the lead and take equivalent actions as well. And it's why we are engaged with the industry, encouraging them to increase supply, increase supply of oil right now, and also increase that refinery capacity that we know those companies took offline during the pandemic. We need to get more of that online so that we get more gas into the system. Okay, so it's everybody's fault. It's everybody's fault. It's Well, it's primarily Vladimir Putin's fault, right? It's primarily his fault. And uh, which I do have something to say about that as well. But yes, and we got to get the supply up. But of course, we're not going to drill and we're not going to. We're just going to constantly try to schlep this off onto the oil companies. And you see how they set them up as 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 a real just real bad. Their oil companies are bad. And um, by the way, the future of the liberal world order. What what is that? <laughs> what is what is that? And uh, why would he say such a thing? I think I think you got to put it all together, folks. You got to you got to take all the different things that we hear from the administration and from the administration officials and from the TV people and all that. Well, remember what Joe Biden told uh, one of um, uh, the um, uh, people at one of his uh, campaign stops back during the campaign, and that was, you know, I promise you, basically paraphrasing here, I promise you, we're going to get off fossil fuels. We're going to stop it all. Right. So that's exactly the goal. Um, and and and, you know, in fact, I was on the Captain's America last night and I was talking about, you know, because we, we were talking about electric cars and how hard it is to um, to charge them up and 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 on mass right throughout like all the suburbs and all the cities and all that everybody's plugging in an electric car and the 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 grid's just not designed for that it's not going to handle that we can't all turn on our air conditioners all at the same time without having rolling blackouts much less charge our cars all at the same time and i talked about the notion of how cars internal combustion engine cars you know supplanted the automobile basically supplanted how people got around prior to that um so eventually horses were no longer the primary mode of transportation you didn't have a bug uh, a horse and buggy right um you know this kind of thing because it was more efficient it was uh, technology was moving forward and it was it was it just naturally supplanted how people had gotten around for the previous thousand years or something like that um so but electric cars aren't doing that right now Yes, it's fun, and yes, it's it's technological, and to some degree, it's some virtue signaling. And look at my amazing electric car, and that's great. I've got a neighbor who has an electric car. They commute uh, using their electric car. It's perfect mission-specific thing for that. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is when you you give the false notion to the American people that if everyone just had an electric car tomorrow— all of our problems would just be solved. We wouldn't have these problems. Um, it's just not realistic. And so the problem also, of course, is the distance you can go on the on a charge of these electric cars. Um, if you're not going to be able to really get around and do what you need to do or what you're ex- you expect to do or take the family on a road trip and have some reasonable expectations you're going to get there sometime soon, I mean, the stopping and having to charge your car for hours um, it brings new meaning to the to the old age old question from the kids: Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? When are we going to get there? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Right? <laughs> Everybody knows that, right? Everybody's been through that to some degree or another. 
Um, and so uh, what I'm getting at is that until electric cars start to naturally supplant um, internal combustion engine cars, no amount of telling you that we're in an incredible transition is going to make things better. It's just not going to work. It's just it's just a fantasy that the far left gives you in order to make you make drastic changes that really can't be reversed. And once you've made those changes, well, haha, now now they've got you on that, right? So let's get back to what Brian Deese was talking about. Uh, it's about the future of the liberal world order. We have to stand firm. See, this is another thing where. You have to stand, because what are we doing? We're standing firm against Vladimir Putin. We're going to put a price cap on this thing, and it's all about him. And he also went on to say, the administration is doing everything it can in its power to blunt those price increases and bring those prices down. No, I, I don't buy. Do you buy that? Do, do you buy that at all? I don't buy that at all. I don't think that that is actually um, what their um, intent is at all. I think they want the prices to be sky high. I want the. I think they want to continue to tell you we're going through an incredible transition. Um, I think they uh, um, have this real notion that uh, that this is increasing their political power and the practical power that they can wield over you. That's how and why you have the Green New Deal and this kind of stuff. It's all designed in, in, under the guise of trying to save the planet, which everybody would want to save the planet. I don't. Nobody doesn't want to save the planet, but it's people who have glommed on to this and who I don't think really care about saving the planet, but they do care about the political gain that they can get from lording it over you and telling you how you're not doing enough to save the planet and you're the problem and you've got to comply with this while they fly around their private jets and have oodles of money and, and do all this other kind of stuff. And um, it's, it's actually pretty obvious in so many ways. But that being said, that being said, um, the, uh, uh, the liberal world order uh, is certainly something that, uh, that they would prefer. Um, but I think what most Americans prefer is not a new world order or a liberal world order. I think they really do want common sense. I think they know that we, we were energy independent, um, right before Joe Biden came into office, um, it's not, and Vladimir Putin is not the only reason anything ever goes wrong. In fact, if the war in Ukraine was the huge problem, why doesn't Joe Biden just just kick Vladimir Putin out of Ukraine? I know the, I'm just being facetious, but they set up this problem, and then evidently they can never do anything about it. That's exactly where they want to be because they're fighting for you. <laughs> Stay right You're there. Listening to Kyle Warren. This is Chicago style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. 
Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's plug-in to e-cycling partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug-in. In sports, five games were featured in Hockey Action last year. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Kyle Warren Show. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through, rocketing through the Friday slash weekend edition. And, of course, don't forget, go to KyleWarrenShow.com. You can tell your friends about the program, and you can check in with us there. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can also find us on other great podcast platforms uh, like uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify as well. That's right. We're on Spotify and also places like Podcast Republic. And uh, definitely want to check us out there. And uh, so many, many different ways of uh, finding us and uh, hearing the program. And uh, we really appreciate it uh, when you sign up, when you subscribe, uh, when you send us a message. And, uh, of course, uh, when you tell your friends about the program. Very, very much appreciated. Um, as uh, as always, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, by the way, we we're just talking about um, gas prices. I just wanted to throw this in before we move on. California, <laughs> its gas tax is increasing today. <laughs> okay, it's increasing two point eight cents a gallon. It's bringing it up to this is the state tax fifty three point nine cents per gallon. Remember how uh, we were just hearing the Biden economic advisor saying how the president took everything possible and we're gonna we're gonna push states to do the gas tax holiday. Well, uh, don't hold your breath on that. Uh, this is uh, 
it's, we're, we're still going to increase the taxes on gasoline. Well, it's only 2.8 cents. That's okay. Um, but I guess it's really the principle of the thing. But guess what? In California, we're going to have um, a, a gas tax rebate. And depending on how much money you make, and, and they'll dole it out in certain uh, amounts, um, you're going to get a check, evidently, for gas tax rebate or, you know, to try to help. But guess when those checks will come out? You guessed it. No, uh, October, right? Right before the midterms. So it's Gavin Newsom. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Gavin Newsom, who's, by the way, already running for president, as far as I can tell. <laughs> you know, that's just my thought. Um, and because, by the way, the, the Democrats have absolutely imploded. Okay. There's just, they don't have the ability uh, to really field anybody that's going to be um, amazing uh, in any way, shape, or form, I think, to try to replace Joe Biden. And I do think this is a really important topic. Joe Biden um, is not going to be running for president. I think he will step down. I don't, and I mean, you could even see it where he just doesn't get the nomination. I mean, I, I think after the midterms are over, um, it is going to be such a uh, uh, chaos for the Democrat Party. Because really, the, the Democrat Party is not really even a party in the traditional sense anymore, at least not in my opinion. Um, it's, it's not the party. It's certainly not the party of John Kennedy. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but, uh, but it, it really is true. But it's not just the party of John Kennedy. It's not the party anymore of even Jimmy Carter, okay, who's you know, now moving up in the ranks <laughs> you know, by comparison. Um, it's not even the party of um, Bill Clinton, okay? And um, this is going to sound funny, but right, Bill Clinton couldn't even get arrested today in the, the Democrat Party. <laughs> um, which, by the way, just parenthetically, I'll add: if Hillary Clinton thinks she's going to come out and run uh, in uh, in uh, 2024, well, guess what? All this stuff with Jeffrey Epstein and the Lolita Express and all that stuff, all that's going to start coming out again. There'll be questions about that, and uh, it's going to be much more difficult for her. Um, but the Democrats, I think, are going to look to somebody like a Gavin. Newsom, only because Gavin Newsom is younger by comparison. Um, and of course, governor of California is a big launching point. Maybe not how it used to be in the olden days, but still very important. Um, because the Democrat Party has a Joe Biden problem. It has an, a, a massive Joe Biden problem, and it's only getting worse. Um, between Joe Biden having to look at his little um, card to tell him to sit in his seat and then you sit in your seat. That's really even more specific. You sit in your seat. Uh, you know, and it's not funny. It really is not because the, the guy is suffering. There's no doubt about it um, from some debilitating thing. And um, But at the same time, you've got a press secretary who um, has to read from the book. You know, um, and that's, I mean, to say that Jen Psaki... No, well, she never really had to read from the book, ever. Um, and maybe there was a couple of times that you would have seen her sort of refer back down to the big binder and maybe read a passage of something, especially if it was exactly what they wanted to say about something. But normally she would speak pretty extemporaneously um, and say what you will about Jen Psaki, she She could do that uh, quite well. Um, and compared to uh, and compared to Karine Jean-Pierre, she's just really tanking on this whole thing it's it's just it's just not working out 
um, she's not really qualified to do this job. Um, she can't talk about these things. Um, and so anyway, what I'm getting at is that you've got a president who's foundering, you've got a messaging platform from the white house. That's also foundering. Um, and it's, it's the, I think the Democrats are absolutely going to go into total chaos meltdown mode as soon as these midterms are over. Um, but of course, um, what will continue to happen is the economy, I think, will continue to worsen. Uh, we're going to see, as I mentioned earlier, I think we'll start seeing a lot of defaults. I think we'll start seeing um, a lot of other problems uh, in the economy and the perception of that and the spending and the prices and the pullback, I think, will be extraordinary. Um, and that is going to make people say to themselves, okay, how are we going to get out of this mess? And many times, even by default, it's the idea that, well, we've got to make a change. Now, the abortion thing could could have an effect. It's certainly going to galvanize a certain group uh, or number of voters, I think. Um, that's going to be a subset overall of Democrats. Um, but uh, I don't know that it's going to be enough to be the thing that is the critical mass problem that is going to create a wave of Democrat support all across the country and just suddenly, you know, Stacey Abrams just wins, you know, or something like that. It's, well, it's possible. You know, Abrams and Warnock were up in their polls just after this whole decision. And um, at that time, I really was thinking, well, this is a short term thing in the sense of how it's 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 front and center in the news but people still are going to be affected so much by their lives uh, and the economy that i think they're going to continue on this road to uh to uh, to make some uh, some real changes at the ballot box um and also you've got time you've got time between now and you've uh, between now and election day where more of this information about what does this decision mean and what does it mean for states rights and the fact that people can actually come up with their with, you know the legislatures and their states can come up with laws um is is going to have a lot of time to uh, to to go that that's why you hear these Democrat Party elite, the key figures, constantly harping on, today the Supreme Court took away rights. They took them away, right? And uh, because people have been told for 50 years that this right exists, and I don't want to rehash stuff we were talking about earlier, but that's where it is. But we did have this one clip. I do want you to hear this one clip of Joe Biden, because when I've just talked about the idea, well, they've taken this right away. Joe Biden, many years ago, didn't really think. This was a right. Let's hear Joe Biden. Uh, this is from a clip from uh, uh, from many years ago. I, I do not view abortion as a uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy, and I think that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions. That was from two thousand and six. Okay, <laughs> so. I don't know. I got to tell you, I think I think this talk about meltdown mode and that and, and by the way, that's from 2006. You could go back four years from now and still see Joe Biden has being a little bit more with it than he is today. But even by comparison, right, even by comparison. So and you've also got people like David Axelrod thinking that there's a sense. He says there's a sense that things are out of control um, at the White House, that he's not in command, uh, and so forth. So this is all going to start piling up, and um, people. And if people really sense that there's not a, a a clear sort of path, 
And most most of the people in the country now think we're on the wrong path, right? Um, if the people don't sense that there's a clear path to actually make things better so that people can pursue their dreams, because this is what we're talking about, right? July 4th, 1776, we're in, endowed with inalienable rights by our creator. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm telling you, when people feel that their happiness is just impossible, because of the th- the policies that the the Democrats have brought about in such a short period of time, they're going to vote different. Okay, folks, have a wonderful Fourth of July. We will see you on the Captain's America later tonight and back here next time. Until then, everybody out there around the globe, You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.